Welcome to All Out Living, the podcast dedicated to providing you tools, information, advice, motivation, and much, much more in the areas of fitness, health, wellness, and style, helping you live an all-out life. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Orange Theory Fitness, Brownsville, home of the best one-hour workout in fitness. Orange Theory, a one-hour full-body workout, heart rate-based interval training, if you're looking for accelerated results, go see our friends at Orange Theory. Keep burning. Welcome to All Out Living. It's exciting that we are now in our fourth episode. We're new, but we're learning so much and we're enjoying every single minute of it. We have an amazing episode uh, for you today. We're bringing Diego Fireira to to the show, man. De- Diego, thank you for being with us, brother. Uh, thank you, guys. You know, it's always awesome and a pleasure to do that type of show. It's uh, I feel like we appreciated this, you know. Awesome, awesome. Before we get started, I want to thank my friends at Orange Theory Fitness Brownsville for their support and sponsorship of the show. Uh, Orange Theory is is not only delivering a great product, product, but they are building a great community to keep members motivated and engaged. We want to congratulate the members of the Orange Theory Fitness uh, w- Transformation Challenge for making it but through the halfway point, uh, they're seeing tremendous results. They're, they're getting great work in, and I uh, can't wait to see what happens at the end of that eight-week challenge. Uh, we hope here at All Out Living to come to you weekly with guests from all walks of life and backgrounds who can share perspective and provide information about our core uh, loves, fitness, health, wellness, and style. Fitness and health is a long life journey. We want to provide you with the resources and motivation you need to live an all-out life. So here we go. Diego, we're here in your beautiful gym in Far, Texas, man. It, it, I'm honored that you would allow us an opportunity to come and, and chat with you and learn all about you. Uh, thank you, guys. You know, uh, my gym is always open to whatever people want to come in. And uh, that's a, a really thankful uh pleasure i have to have you guys in my gym especially like uh, after everything i've been here on the uh rgv and i appreciate you guys for coming awesome so not everybody uh that might be listening is familiar with the ufc the ufc is the ultimate fighting championship it is a mixed martial arts competition uh being in the ufc fighting in the ufc is the equivalent to being in the nba if you're a basketball yeah. player or being in the nfl if you're a fi- mm-hmm. football player it's it's the big show it's there the are show. lots of people yeah. out there training mma to make it all the way to the ufc it, it's a big deal man so congratulations yeah. uh, to thank you thank you appreciate it i've uh, been in ufc already been uh uh four five years you know and uh the last pass few years of us getting excited and excited every single time and uh i cannot i cannot see i can see my future on there and uh it's a big show you know for who's uh fighting uh he used to fight here on the on rgv and the sfc before you know and now to make the big leagues is so awesome you know it feels so much uh uh a goal on my life Awesome. Congratulations again. You, you're fresh off a win in Austin, Texas, recently yes. about two weeks ago over Jared Gordon. Congratulations. Thank you. appreciate it. Very impressive win. Yeah. Knockout. Knockout. <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy. Yeah. In the it, first round, right? The first round, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's the thing. Everybody thought, like, uh, I'll be the, the grappler, and I'm going to take to the ground, you know, right away. And uh, and uh, I 
took the knockout, you know, and I don't have too many knockouts on uh, on my record. You know, the most as I, I have, it's one, you know, right. <laughs> one knockout in the whole of my career. And uh, I, I took it. I, I, I expected everything from the, the fight, you know. I trained real hard. I trained, like, in uh, for the last two years. And training, putting a lot of uh, uh, effort and keeping me motivated and everything. But uh, I... I could I could expect more than you know like I I put all my game I put all my uh, life in there and I great results good results yeah that's yeah, can say like that I think in life and what we're trying to teach our listeners is you get out of it what you put in you to put in exactly that that's the most uh, thing that I I try to tell my students you know uh, if you put so much effort on what you're doing you know you're gonna get a r good results it's not just uh, oh I gotta I gotta fight, I gotta train, just whatever. You know, train to be in shape, yeah, that's good. But you gotta train you with you your whole heart and soul. Whole heart and soul, then enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the process, everything just gonna be like, ah, you're not gonna get good results, you know. So that, the time that you're in the, in the cage, right? The time that you get your hand raised, that's only a little it's percentage a little of percentage. it, right? It's, it's, it's like 15 minutes. Think yeah. like about you, you, you put like two years of your life for 15 minutes. So yeah. if you don't enjoy the journey, exactly, you'll never, you, you never gonna get what you, you know, put in. Like I, I put so much. I put the last two years of my life. Well, let me tell you, I'm I'm a huge UFC fan. Mm -hmm. uh, UFC in a nutshell is a a full contact, um, grappling, a boxing, kickboxing, wrestling. There's so many disciplines that go into a, a UFC competition or a mixed martial arts competition. I rarely do I miss a pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. I've been watching since the Hoist Gracie days. I oh, know yeah. a lot of people <laughs> say that, but I really have. You know, back then I used to have to go to Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. That's and for those of you who might not be old enough to remember <laughs> yeah, Blockbuster, remember. but there were no pay-per-views. No. You had to, to get buy the, the tape and, and right. everything. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I used to do, to, to do the same thing, and I used to go like like eight years old, you know, yeah. try telling my dad, hey, dad, uh, rent this this for me. Rent this, 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 like, you know, show for me. Yeah. And my dad, no, that's that's. It's too much violent. for you. Yeah. Too violent. Yeah. And I said, Dad, please, 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 please. And then he like, he let it just, you know, enough just because, enough. yeah, <laughs> okay, just stop bothering me. You know, <laughs> you know I, I grew up a boxing fan, huge Oscar de la Hoya fan, huge Cesar Chavez fan, but MMA just was so much more fast paced and so exciting. Uh, I had an opportunity to to meet Dana White and the Fatita brothers. I've been to several fights. I actually hosted Dana White. Chael Sonnen and Vanderlei Silva at the Texas Capitol oh, nice. a few years back. Mm -hmm. uh, we welcomed them to Texas, named them honorary Texans. What I was impressed by them, Diego, uh, like yourself, is you know they were so humble, so oh, grateful yeah. that they're fans of the sport. Uh, they were gentlemen. They signed autographs. They stuck around as long as people wanted to be there. Uh, really, really impressed by the level of humility and professionalism in the UFC. Yeah, because the guys, uh, I, besides the goal, the guys is human, you know. And the guys want. I, I, I have a, so much love to 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 do the things I do, to, you know. Like uh, uh, I like to see people to come to me and and, and ask for autographs, you know. I I, I have a, a besides. Besides be a fighter, you know, just be, oh, I, I want to fight whatever who, who, who's going to step in. No, I, I want to be a man. I want to be a, 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 
role example, model. a role yeah. model for, for the kids. I, I have my kids, and I want to be, like, uh, as humble as I can be. Well, you've had success. You, you're South Texas fighting champion, lightweight champion, a legacy FC lightweight champion, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu third-degree black belt. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal, listeners. Uh, it's not like the days when I was a kid and you'd go to your local karate studio and every six weeks or every two months they just give you a belt just to go from white belt to blue belt often and there's many many belts after that before you get to black often takes anywhere from a year to two years yeah yeah Uh, and they don't give them out because you come every day you got to earn it you got to show that you know your moves and the love you have to for brazilian jiu-jitsu it's normally like for a a average person like to 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 get a next level you have to train like at least if you if you're a good athlete like you know a good like athlete you can take in six months but some people they're gonna take like years you know they like to get to the next rank well if that's yeah. the case it would take me a very long time dude. <laughs> yeah. i was not born with yeah. athleticism uh but being in this gym uh seeing uh, what you do here it seems like you have a passion for also getting people healthy as you know we live in a region that struggles with obesity diabetes and one of the reasons my wife and I invested in a, in a fitness facility, uh, Orange Theory, is because we were making it a priority in our life, uh-huh. but also thought that was something we could really believe in. Uh, and, and it wouldn't just be a business, it would be a work of, of love, of passion. And that, it seems like you have that here. That's what I have right here. Um, I have so many people looking for jiu-jitsu, you know, especially for kids, you know, especially those kids like to be um, in front of TV, you know, sometimes just want to be home, like, eating eating junk, you know, like. iPad. Uh, yeah, iPad, like, normally, like, like what we, we have our kids growing up and, you know, uh, adults, too, you know. I have a lot of people looking for, like, no, I just want to uh, stay in shape. You know, I want to make my goals. I want to do that. I want to do that, and th- I I'm here always to help, by to how to eat. You know, right. how to eat right. Very I mean, important. Right, you very can work out all you want. Yeah, and you not can drop work out weight. and not drop no, uh, right. anyway. That's the point. You know, like oh, you're not gonna go work out like for five hours and go like across the street to get a uh, water burger right, right now. You know? You're not gonna help. A lot of friends at Waterburger, we we love you. Yeah. Grilled chicken sandwiches, we, you know? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's awesome, but not every day. We welcome you as a sponsor yeah. to the show, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to get into where you grew up because you have an awesome accent, man. I've always loved that Brazilian oh, accent. Dude. I want to talk all about that, but I, I want to make sure that our listeners appreciate what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, what grappling is. When I first was exposed to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I had no idea what it is. It was in 1998. I was in Lubbock, Texas, and I found a local Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school, and I went in, and it was like nothing I'd ever seen. I was just looking to get back into mm-hmm. martial arts because I was always a fan yeah. of Bruce Lee and yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme oh, and Steven Seagal yeah, and the, all those, man. I was a kid that just loved movies, and mm-hmm. when I went in... I it was the first time after two, three months of doing it that I really felt like if I ever got into a serious situation, which I never have, thank God I would have been able to talk my way out of everything. Mm-hmm. But if I ever got into a real serious situation, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, taught me enough to survive, mm-hmm. right? I'm not yeah. going to go out there, pick fights. And then I think the better fighters get at fighting, the less likely they fight outside the ring. Oh, right? yeah. They have all the confidence they need. They don't have to prove anything. No. They know what they can mm-hmm. do, right? For our listeners out there, what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is, is I think the most effective form of self-defense where not always, but typically 
a fight will end up on the ground, the ground. Yeah. and you develop techniques you for you do develop techniques every single uh, uh, angles you know like uh, you can defend yourself you can uh, you're not just gonna not attack all the time but you can uh, take restrain. to the ground or restrain yeah you stop the person standing but we we have a lot of more uh, just just take to the ground and okay I'm gonna uh, stop the person right here and control this no we can stop the person standing so tell me where you grew up uh, uh, that's a long story but uh, mm. um, I grew up in Manaus Amazonas, you know, Carreiro da Vazia, that's the really the country part of Manaus, you know, like in Brazil, really in Brazil yeah. on the jungle, you know, people, wow. I can say like that, like, because it's really the jungle. We normally don't just shorts, no sandals, no shirts, just shorts, just so it's super hot, you know, um, you know, my, my, my dad and my, my grandpa used to have a, 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 a ranch over there. And I used, to, yeah, I used to take care of the, the cows and the, the, the horse and the pigs and everything. Um, that's so not a lot of people around you. You nah, live out of, I, in I the country. Like on the country. Yeah, okay. like in the country. I just uh, used to go to school and get back, you know. And after my 10, my 10 uh, to 11 years old, we moved to, to the city, you know, because my dad could uh, could take care of me so much in a, uh, on a country. And... Uh, my dad have to go back and back and forth to, to work on a boat. My dad used to have a, a boat to take the people from from the country to the to the city. You and know, he was the operator of the boat. He's operator of the boat. Yeah, my my grandpa used to be the owner, and my dad operate. And we used to go all the way to to Man, to Manaus and and go to Amazonas. You know, back and forth, take like normally like four hours. You know, wow. yeah, to go and, and and get back. So people would live in the country in your shit in your near your hometown, yeah. mm -hmm. and they would go work in you the city. Work in, so we're, do you, no brothers and sisters? Uh, we have I have uh, two two brothers and one sister, and uh, we all go move to 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 Manaus, you know, and then to the city, yeah. So what happens there? You're in the city now. Into the city, and adjusting from rural life to urban life. life. Yeah. yeah, adjusting everything, and. My cousin, we like when we move, we move like in, inside the, the house, like with all cousins and all, you know, like yeah. normally like a, a the valley, the, like valley, the valley style, yeah, exactly, yeah, absolutely, exactly. Like all our parents, like all families inside in one house, each one have our room. And uh, a cousin of mine, like, hey, do you want to go try jujitsu? And that's the part of when I started that started you in this whole journey. Yeah, the whole journey. So we'll we'll get to that, but let's just talk about how you got from Brazil to the United States United to States. far Texas. Oh my God, that's that's another one. Yeah. Okay, I came to to United States because one reason I want to be a competitor. Uh, I want to be a competitor of jiu-jitsu. I want to okay. be a world champ. I want to be like you know somebody in life. You know, and I have a goal. I want to come to United States to compete, and that's it. And I came, 2008, 2000 my first year on the United States, my first time in the United States. Fresh from Brazil. Fresh from Brazil. Okay. No English at all. No, just thank you and welcome. <laughs> That's it. <Yeah. laughs> That's it. You know, I have the goal just to be a world champion on 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 this tournament. I yeah. came for the tournament in California. I came, I compete. 
I lost on, on a quarterfinals. Wow. You know? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good, but it's not a, what I want. It's that not was, what yeah. I, Your yeah, ultimate it's not goal. It's my ultimate goal, not my, what I want. And okay, we get, I came, we get here, we compete. I did everything I could. And a friend of mine, hey, uh, do you want to come teaching at my gym? And I say, uh, over there. And that's when I, after there, I start moving to, to, to San Antonio. Okay. My friend, oh, no, no, friend, hey. Come on over to come Texas. Come over here, come over no. to Texas, you know, here. It's best food you can, you know, it's better weather, you know, because my problem, it's the weather, it's the cold. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the cold. <laughs> well, you don't get yeah. much of it here, bud. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> that's why. It, it, and when I came, I, I stayed in San Antonio for six months, you know, I enjoyed a good time with a friend over there. And uh, he, he sh um, I have opportunity to come to the, to the town. Somebody like uh, help, like told me like, hey, I want you teaching in my gym, you know. I Here in Far? No, in uh, McAllen. Okay. And I have, uh, and from there I moved down to the valley. 2010. Okay. Yeah, 2010. You know, first time in the valley. You know, I enjoy. It. I, I really like it. Everything. Yeah. You know, I slept on a on the street for two days because yeah. I, yeah, I believe chasing in your dream, ch chasing my dream, and then somebody try do something. You know, like take advantage of my 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 experience, and I'm like I'm, I'm immature at the time. You know, like and I don't have an old experience with with such a such a life business and, and 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 support myself because i always have my 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 family to support me you know and, and things like that but i found good people good you know i found good people people helped me out help took me for the 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 from the street not this street but for two days you know and people like hey come here now come live in my on 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 my R on so it house. was so it was rough at first, rough. but then you got some help. Yeah, that got some help. You and know. then you started, started planning roots planning. here. Yeah, I started planning, and I found my wife. You know, she's a valley girl. She's a valley girl. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> yeah, you stayed. That's why. <laughs> Not really, but I yeah. love it. I yeah. loved it. That's why I try so much. I could I could go home. I yeah. could go home. Like leave. Well, look, man, yeah. you've made a name for yourself. Yeah. You could train with American Top Team. You could train with Greg Jackson. You could train with. Alpha male, you, anyone would yeah, have you, I, man. I could have, yeah. I could have, I could have done that. But you're staying that. here. Like, staying here for one reason because I want to have my goal to be a, a road champ. You know, I want to be a road champ. Like it doesn't matter in what. I want to have a sport to to show people like how uh, a strong person could be. You know, like strong not just that's in, in physically but mentally. You know, and th that's the part. Uh, uh, I want to do this. I want to be a world champion and a world champion to to get showed people like how strong I can be. You know? Awesome. Cousin got to the house like, uh, uh, hey, hey, do you want to try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? And I said, what's that? You know, and um, he said, no, because uh, on the corner of her house right now, it's uh, a project from the city, you know. The city want to open for the people, be uh, the kids be on the street, and I said, um, nah, "All right, let's go." You know, we don't have nothing to do. We could be home, like you know, lay down and say, "Okay, let's go." I could, uh, uh, I, I, I try, and me, my cousin, and one friend of mine, we go on that day. You know, bunch of kids on the corner and they're mad. <laughs> you know, probably like twenty kids. You know, and uh, 
that that day I found like a passion in my life, like nothing. Right away. Right away. That like day. I said, I saw so many people in a white and and a black belt. You know, like wow, that's a, a, a good place, nice place. Like I try to do everything I, because I never do something like that you know i never did something like that like sport contact sport yeah you know the only thing i do like soccer you know right. like playing soccer yeah but uh, do they like soccer in brazil they they like I'm a lot yeah. <laughs> in a lot yeah, a little bit a little bit yeah uh but from there in in i get back in, this, in, this, in another day you yeah. know and i get back and and started like having a love of a passion of, of jiu-jitsu and and, and so the coaches are like you here again you're back again yeah so <laughs> i want to i want to talk a little bit about that because yeah. i'm a parent you're a parent you told me you have three boys mm -hmm. uh your son's here he's beautiful yeah. growing up <laughs> yeah. what is it one and a half two one and a half one, one and a half. half yeah growing up in a brazilian jiu-jitsu st studio yeah. man, or gym man that's awesome so a lot of parents myself included I have kids, and it might be this generation are struggling to help their kids find a passion, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Most of the times, my, my kids, I have to push them to do anything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know there's some kids out there that have a love at first sight yeah. for baseball or soccer mm -hmm. or football or jujitsu, but it's just not as common these days. You know, you were you self-driven uh, as a kid with jujitsu where your parents had to say hey come home you've been there long enough or did your parents push you to say you know what if you're gonna do it go do it right yeah um first um my dad don't like it okay yeah so it was opposite yeah, it's opposite yeah, Not my dad don't like but my mom love it okay you know we yeah. have those that's kind interesting of fight. yeah because yeah. yeah. usually the dads are the pushing dads are you push to fight exactly yeah, yeah. my dad he he don't like it. he wanted me to be a soccer player you know and i could have the skills you know but, yeah, uh, you and I are the same height. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I haven't had the skills, yeah. you know. Yeah. But my mom, she play, she 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 did karate, you know, and uh, on on her her growing up time, and and she like always support me. My dad don't like it, and always we have that that kind of like you know pushing back, pushing back. But uh, I think the way we have to do is pushing our kids sometimes, you know, and finding that balance. You know, my, my wife and I grew up very different. So my wife and I were extremes. So her parents didn't push her yeah. at all. They gave her some exposure, but they didn't push her. My dad pushed me hard. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not sure what's right or what's wrong, but yeah. I, I think that there are a lot of parents out there right now searching for uh, some guidance on... You know, I like for example, I love Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Love mm -hmm. it. I took my daughter at four years old uh, to try it and she was she's crying on yeah. the mat. Please don't make me do it. And I'm yelling, No, you're gonna try it, you're yeah. gonna try it. And then my wife stepped in and said, Hey, she doesn't like it. Let's go. Yeah. And so it's really interesting that, that you know, your your mom pushed you and your dad who typically the the macho the we want our yeah. kid our boys especially boys, to fight didn't. Yeah. But you know being a coach having your own studio all of those things uh i was curious if you ran into that or encountered that uh in in your gym and how you get kids interested and committed to to continue to train um i think i push my dad a lot oh push my dad i push my kids a lot you know your I, kids I, my kids yeah my kids my kids my my son uh exactly my son right now in wrestling you know oh okay he never did any type of sport 
to to this year and uh and now he's doing great like i never seen something before but i pushed for him for one whole year mm-hmm. like uh, he like i don't want to do it no more i don't want to do it and I, and i tell him something like son what you want to be you want to be uh average be average person or you want to be a, a guy people gonna look him up and say like i want to be like that guy you right know? and my one my middle one son i do the same thing do you want to be a champ like it's different mental like different not different knowledge i work with them you know it, it it's really hard but and try you want to be average person you know for my old one you want to be a guy people gonna look him up and and say i want to be like that guy i want to i want to have my goals like how he did you know and right now he's his first year training wrestling and he would go to states you ah, know, yeah wow. uh, to the and make so much goals on his life and he would he not even think he's really thinking about next year he's already awesome. making goals for next year so you had to push him and now he's self-motivating yeah. uh, uh his coaches for his coaching too like his coach is super excited about what he's doing right now but i took one year one year of sticking with it sticking in like uh, no you're going no you're gonna stay you're gonna get stay for extra training. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. the same thing I do with my in the middle one right now. He training boxing and jujitsu. Some days he's like, "Is that gonna have my days?" Like say, "No, he gonna stay home. Let it, let it, let it. He relax. You gotta, yeah, you have to, to to make them enjoy too. You know, you're not gonna just push. You have to go. You have to go. No, you have to make them like it, the sport. You know, and that's but, what I'm doing. But if you leave it all on them, no. If you leave it all on them, they gonna cry. They know I don't want to do it no more. No. Their tendency is gonna yeah, be, I'm cool. That's when I want to stay home, watch TV. Exactly. Yeah. You have to make your kids strong. You yeah. know, you you have to. Part of parenting. Days. Yeah, the parents have to do like you have to make your kids strong. You know, for days now, I think things is so easy to get. I think like we have to make our kids strong to make them work you know make them work hard to to appreciate what they have awesome awesome so going back um you started training it seems you found instant love with jujitsu i'm sure your motivation was just to learn everything you can how what's your motivation now it seems that you want to be a world champion is that what gets you up every morning no 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 more okay all right <laughs> not no more yeah. you know i'm uh, 33 years old you know the only thing i want to be i want to be a good coach and i'll be a good father awesome. the rest you're gonna come you know if you came you're gonna come you know one day on the next but now i'm looking to be a good father to be a good uh husband and a good coach you know for my, my the people who help me a, a lot you know i'll do it in through this hard times and good times well, going back to what our mission is here and just your experience with jiu-jitsu, you touched upon this and talking about how you raise your, your, your children. Um, and we touched upon this when you said, look, I trained for two years for 15 minutes in the cage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've not, you, not even 15 minutes. You knocked him out <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> but uh, what people don't realize, you know, we look at actors, we look at athletes, we look at businessmen, and we see them in their glory right Mm -hmm. winning the academy award winning the belt uh, getting their hand raised in the cage whatever it may be but there's a bunch of stuff that they have to do that's not fun no it's tedious it's boring it's repetitious but 
that work is what makes them great and what we're trying to tell what we're trying to let people know i think exercise fitness and you probably fighting whatever it's 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 really relentless dedication to consistent training Mm -hmm. and consistent um mastery of the mundane hard things every day has that been ex- your experience it's been an experience for me because some days i, I just want to you know you just want to be in bed you know some days you just want to be down I so be what in bed. gets you out of it bed? get me out of the bed those three guys the, the three guys i have in the home waiting for me to put in the tape like put the food on the table that's the three guys you know and my wife to make like like supply things for them for his life to growing up life the things i don't have that's what make me every single night go to sleep and wake up in the morning you know i want to work for that fighting is unique in many ways yes uh i think that that people and that's why the the muhammad ali's and the sugar ray leonard's and the rocky balboa's are so tremendously popular and well known because i think that people relate to fighting in one way or another they know it's not something you can fake but i, I want to get into the mind of a of an mma fighter preparing for a fight you get the call ufc calls and says hey diego you're fighting in austin texas in 90 days mm-hmm. if they give you that much yeah, time nah. sometimes they don't right <laughs> they don't. but let's just say they do uh talk me through a training camp you know where do you train how long is a fight camp uh how do you train for a fight what do you do just give me a you know little description of this you know breaking down how you get ready for a fight okay we get ready uh mornings you know we do everything i i like to work in the morning early morning four in the morning i wake up you know i do my run i do like 30 minutes run i get back i shower get back to bed a little bit just to relax a little bit and then uh I drop off my kids in the school and we go to the gym, to CrossFit gym right here in McAllen, uh, the crowd, ground breaker. And I do my, my workout from there. Uh, at nine in the morning, I get back to my gym, work, uh, work on my uh, striking, you know, with Abraham Torres from, um, uh, from my Muay Thai, a little bit, you know. He's here local? He, he's local, from, okay. his friend here, his friend uh, from, uh, uh, I forgot the name right now from the gym. Uh, the Wolfpack. 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 Okay. And I do 30 minutes, uh, one hour, one hour uh, private with hand, just working on, on, on my kicks, punching. And then uh, I finish around 10. And 10 to I start getting ready a little bit to, to teach the class. I teach the class. You got to work. I have to work. Right. Yeah, I have to. And I do my work, and I grab a little bit with my students. I work on the techniques, and uh, uh, we work on the ground part, getting up, you know, things like that. And I go home, get back, uh, get back to the gym around five again, and I start teaching five to nine. I have a class. I teach it. I teach the the, the class. At five at five o'clock in the, uh, the afternoon, I have an MMA class. I work more like ground, you know, punch on the ground. So you're uh, teaching you're and teaching, training. Training at the same time, and uh, and that's it. That's that's Monday. I do Monday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays. The same thing every day, you know. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and uh, Friday I just relax and Saturday we do sparring and that's it. Okay. You know, that's my 
How, and, and you I grind try, it out. I grind it out. I have to work. I don't work every day because uh, my body get like a little beat up sometimes, you know, especially with the sparring and, and everything. Uh, and we're going to talk about yeah. that. I have some notes okay. I want to get into that. Mm-hmm. I learned basically every fighter that steps into the cage yeah. is hurt in some it's form or fashion because fact. getting ready for a fight is hard. It is. But let me ask you, mm-hmm. some fighters have to cut a tremendous amount of weight to make their weight class. Tell us what weight class you fight in and whether or not weight making weight is an issue for you. Uh, the weight, um, I don't think be an issue for me. I think uh, the more, like uh, right now, it's so much easy, you know. Before it used to be a little bit harder, but now I learned my wife helped me a lot. You know, my dietitian, uh, Eric, helped me a lot on my, on, on my part of uh, uh, staying stay on my natural weight. You're around. You're, yeah. Okay. You're so you around, fight at like what weight? I fight like 155. 155. Yeah. Ooh, there's some beasts yeah. in 155. Yeah. Man, including you. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. But I weigh like normally like 180, 180 to 1, uh, uh, 185. So you walk around at 180, yeah. 185. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so. Um, it's like 30 pounds. I have 30 to, pounds. Yeah, 30 pounds I have to cut. But, but I, it's an, there's an art. You've perfected it. Yeah, I have science, I, have, I guess. I have to do everything with my my dietitian. You know, one thing we get, Diego, I'm sure you do too, because you work in the gym setting. Is people say, "Oh, it doesn't matter how much I exercise or what I eat, I can't lose weight." Yeah, that's just it's, impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It is, it's it just getting the mix down. Me- yeah, you have to get the what 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 your body needed. You know, it's not what you had needed; it's what your body needed. Right. You know, if you get the right things that your body needed to to. You're gonna so you're gonna you lose the weight. Lose okay. Yeah. All right. What I think is fascinating is that you're willingly walking into a cage to go into combat with another person. So I I've always always wanted to know what a fighter goes through, what they think about leading up to a fight, the weeks before the fight, mm-hmm. the night before the fight, right? Uh, in the locker room as they're watching the fights before them, yeah. walking out. Uh, with their music blaring, their intro music, when their names announce, and then right when the bell rings, oh, I'm yeah. sure it's far less nerve-wracking once you throw the first punch. Then uh, you're in it. But yeah. all that—I mean, tell me, how do you walk into a cage that's going to be closed behind you and say, "All right, me and you, let's do this"? Yeah. Like that's a whole mentality. I'm just so far from. Yeah, it, it's something like uh, uh, it's hard to explain. You know, like it's really hard because you. You, your heartbeat go all to the the roof, you know. It you can hear people screaming your name. You can hear like a cheer for you, you know, and make the make so much like incredible to just walking in, you know. And you have to have fun. You have to enjoy, and that's what I did, you know. And I I couldn't have a, a tremendous uh, uh, passion. But I still get nerves. Like I get nerves, like super. I, I people say, how how you can get nerves? I cannot even see on your face. I don't know. I, I don't see, but you can if you can feel it. What I feel right now, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna see. But after you you is not the point you can hear the name when the the announcing say. It's just when you, you hear like when the 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 cage is like locked down. Ta ta. Yeah. You make that noise. That's when. I like I my heart go crazy, you know. Right. That's when in my heart, just me and you now. 
is not stepping back no more. Yeah. You know, that's it. game what, time. Yes, game time. Yeah. That's interesting. I I try to help people, um, you know, because I've been in business and I've been in fitness now and in politics and different things. People ask my advice. Uh, and what I tell them is whatever it is you're working towards, mm-hmm. some days what you use as inspiration is fear. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Some days it's the 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 joy of winning i want to be a champion some days it's anger but whatever it is harness that emotion and go to work work. right Mm -hmm. uh so there are some days where i get up just like you and think man if i don't work really hard today i'm gonna lose everything and i won't be able to feed my kids Mm -hmm. there's some days that i get up and I'm just happy, man. I'm yeah. jamming out to the good music. I'm happy and I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, enjoying it. But whether you're you're sad, happy, angry, harness it mm-hmm. and go train your butt off to get in the best shape possible or go make those sales calls or go teach that class. class. But whatever it is, like you say, use that raw emotion and harness it to, to be great. To be great. Exactly. That's what that's one of the most we, you have to do, you know, and, and enjoy the path the, the past you going you're going through, you know, enjoy everything what you're doing. That's the most important thing. And uh, when we using all the those steps and emotions, you you're gonna be always doing something great. I think whether it's work whether it's family whether it's fitness it's all a mental game exactly you can control uh, your desire to do the work by just putting just putting getting the, the right frame the right, of mind exactly that's putting the right frame on your, on, on on your head and and mentalize like okay I, I have to reach that goal i have to i need to go through this i need it I, and and if you put this this uh uh mentally game you know and focus you gotta go through you doesn't matter what doesn't matter who's in front of you you gotta go through you're gonna make it happen you gotta right? make it happen you just gotta you just have to get this right up here right yeah it's because sometimes when the body's weak you you think okay my mind is so weak too but you don't like very it's strong. just very strong mentally game like you just have to really want it you know in a moment's time and i'm sure you've done the same thing uh, I've I've just said ah, I'm not, I'm not gonna work out today, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll turn on the TV, and and there's Rudy, oh. or Rocky, or Thor, Thor. that <laughs> jerk and all the abs and body oh, yeah. or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, now uh, I want that. I wanna oh. I want that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna put on that uh, old, old sweatshirt, sweatshirt with the hole and drink some raw <laughs> eggs and get this party started, yeah. right? So what I tell my members is. When people say, I don't have time, mm-hmm. right? I just don't have time. It doesn't fit in my schedule. Yeah. It's because they haven't decided to make it a priority. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. life or, or death. Or you almost got to yeah. think of it. And really, with fitness, that's what it is. That's what it is. And, and, and sometimes, like, for fitness, it's like you have to look the way you want. And you have to put the work on, too. You know? You, when people say, like, oh, I don't have a time. Dude, do you have a time? Do you, you have it? Look, me and my wife, like, uh, we could say, like, okay, we have uh, three kids. We can go work out this morning. Wake up early. We, we really do wake up early. Wake up, like, since, uh, like uh, two hours before everything, you know. Wake up, like, we have to wake up, uh, take the kids to school. We have to wake up, like, uh, uh, 
at six. You, you know, know, Diego, I, I've been on this journey for the last three years. I read all the books I can about um, personal development, uh, business, happiness, peak performance as much as I can. And what I realize, there's one constant no matter who you are. And that constant is we all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Some people use that 24 hours to build billion-dollar companies, yeah. right? Other, other people use those 24 hours to uh, lack the happiness and success yeah. that they ultimately want. Mm -hmm. What you make a priority, you will accomplish. I'll use two people as an example. The, the busiest person, in my opinion, on the planet is the president of the United States. Yeah. So whether you're Democrat, like Barack Obama, or Republican, like George W. Bush, both of those presidents, both of them, worked out six days a week religiously during their time that they were president. Because they knew, and from what I just recently heard George W. Bush speak, they knew that that effort was going to translate into better, a better mind, a better mood, uh, better at what they do. They needed to be healthy in order to do the best they could as business, mm -hmm. or as president, as fathers, as leaders. And so what I, I think it's so important, especially now, this generation of children, I've said this before, is expected to right. live a shorter so life expectancy right. than their parents. With mm -hmm. all that we have, Diego, in this country, in our community, to think that we're moving backwards in terms of our health is incredible. It's incredible, yeah, that's what it is. And then the, the way you put in the work, you know, like every single day is gonna reflect, they gonna gonna reflect in every single part of your life. Doesn't matter if the work is gonna gonna take like uh, four years to get to the goal. You know, that's to the point. Like you need to put like this effort to get in there to get the, the goal. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. You have had to work really hard to make it to the UFC and win in the UFC and be as good as you are, world-class in jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts. The discipline that you've learned, the commitment you've learned, has that translated to other areas of your life? Oh, yeah. Business, the business family. and the family and everything. I want to, uh, the way I wanted to right now, like I, I, make, I, I made it from the, from the SFC to Legacy all day to UFC, I, I wanted this show to like my kids how much effort I put through my life to uh, get what the what we have right now. My students, you know, I wanted have a, I have students here like with me for a long time, and they can they saw it, what I did, and what I do to get what I what I want, and they know how much work. They There's no shortcuts. no shortcuts. No shortcuts. No, no shortcuts right now. It's just it, it, put it the time. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, a few more questions. Let me ask you, what would you advise someone who's interested in training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu just to get familiar with it and then give them enough uh, to walk into a, a studio, a gym? Um, first, uh, somebody when I'm walking in and I say, I, I have to say, okay, what goals you want in what type of goals you want in life you know like uh, do you just want to for sport or do you want to like you know work for something work something do you want to compete you compete or, yeah. you want to want to just self defense and things like that make so much different and if it, they want to just for uh, for for a sport you know i make okay do you just want to train you just gonna have this 
little train right here. Okay. Just one for fitness. It's just gonna have a little bit of train. Right. You know, just a little bit of self-defense. You know, how to get out position, things like that. But you cannot quit. You cannot be discouraged just because if somebody choking you out like ten times, a hundred times. Don't be discouraged. You, you can't know? fake jujitsu, man. Yeah, you cannot fake. That's the you point. Can't you fake can't jiu-jitsu. fake jujitsu. That's what I love about it. But you're going to have this. You have to make the goal. I want to defend myself. You ha- I have to learn how to defend myself first. So that you know? I, I, I want to touch on that. Person. I want to touch on that. Because mm-hmm. I've said this in our podcast before. We, we always focus on the what and the how. And the how. But yes. we should start with the why. Why, yeah. why are you in here? Yeah, why are you in here? What exactly. made you come in here versus just going across the street to mm-hmm. uh, that burger ch- shop yeah. that we talked <laughs> about? Shop, yeah. Why are you in here? What? Mm-hmm. And then really making them define that. Mm-hmm. I, I think people fail at reaching their goals because they don't haven't defined why it is they're even trying to achieve that goal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it goes back to it's all a mental game. It's a mental game. Like uh, you have to put a uh, 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 the goal. I think the return on investment, meaning what you become, your transformation of your body, your ability to handle yourself, is so incredible that it's worth the time. It's all worth the time. Uh, One of my life goals, Diego, is to become a blue belt in Uh, jiu-jitsu. I haven't gotten back to it. I really want to. I I love the sport. I think it's when I was doing it, even at a very Mm-hmm. simple level uh it gave me so much confidence, so much confidence yeah. and and mm-hmm. peace, peace right yeah, it, it, that's what it is like you calm me down like i know sometimes people have a hard like super hard days you know but when you come through the door can be as hot it can be in his side in here because sometimes it's really hard but like when you have like 30 35 people inside the mat it's super hard and it's humbling it's humbling people like okay right, let me relax let me get a mat and just have fun Doesn't right. matter what's gonna happen and have fun. Yeah, you when know? you get someone on yeah. top of you trying to choke you, you tend not you to think to about your think problems. About yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. You cannot think about your problem outside. You have just okay. Let me figure out how to get out from this. That's <laughs> right. Let me how I get out from this. As soon as I can get out, okay, now I can, I I can breathe. You know, it's the same thing. Okay, like sometimes when you like on work, you have a hard time. The only thing, let me get out from this hard time. Let me breathe. You know, let me let me mentally prepare myself again and i gotta put me in a situation again and say okay now i need to get out again it's the same thing when some have somebody on top of you you have to like breathe and think how to, like, to get out from this situation that's how we're gonna make yourself strong great example yeah. of life right <laughs> yeah how do i get out of this how to get out of the situation yeah. especially a hard situation you know uh, work through my problems through cult, through right. my, exactly i was telling my team the other day is there's no unsolvable problem Except for maybe like a terminal illness. Oh, yeah. But even that solvable, you make your peace you with, make God, peace with God. Right. Exactly. So there's no unsolvable problem. So if I were to get wrapped up in worrying about the problem as opposed to just really focusing on the solution, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm missing that opportunity. Yeah. Man, Diego, I got to say, I've really enjoyed this hour, but oh, I really you. have. I, I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow your career so closely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for your next fight. Um, please keep in touch with us. We want to support you. We're going to talk all about your 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 gym and put it on the podcast notes uh is there anything else you want to share with us um no i I think i put everything i could you know but i appreciate all you guys you know i appreciate you guys coming to to my gym you know and have this awesome conversation with me and an awesome podcast uh i like tell us the name of your gym and where you're located um i'm located in far uh in far you know on expressway for the uh the 110 and uh right at the interchange right, right? In, yeah interchange 
uh, if you guys know uh, the far gym is right across, across the far gym and you can see a big team fair sign is right on the corner besides uh, uh, the far gym okay you know? great yeah it's in this plaza it's right at the interchange the probably the most traffic of the, the entire valley the you're right here <laughs> yeah so to our yeah. listeners thank you for tuning in these stories like Diego's stories they're inspiring they show that that through hard work you can come from the rural countryside of Brazil to the United States to fighting on a world stage like the UFC um, living in your dream accomplishing your goals uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show we've enjoyed the show so much Diego thank you guys thank and you. as always we're reminding you to live an all-out life <laughs>